When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. Hi, Whitney. That you are. What's guess what? Career? Guess what else I are? Guess what I am, or I'm about to be. Um, <laughs> the mother of a college graduate. Yes, but before that, the no. mother of a 22 year old. Tomorrow oh. is Donovan's birthday. Oh, well. So okay. happy birthday, Donovan! <laughs> Well, so actually, it, by at the, the time, time this airs, airs <laughs> yeah. it'll have so. passed. So, yes. Well, so happy birthday, Donovan. Happy birthday, Donovan. Which makes you, well, you've been the the aunt of a 22-year-old I have a, a couple of times 20. over. So it's probably yes. not nearly as special to you as it is to me. Well, it's as exciting as each child is. They are their own separate people. And I have my own separate joy for each of them. How's that? <laughs> of course, it makes me feel old. It's like 22. Oh, well, you are old. You know what, your mama? She's old too. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that I did go to high school with a number of people who, who have who have children who are like in their 30s by now. So, I mean, well, I know that, you know, several people I went to high school with had kids, you know, right out of college and, and or I mean, right out of high school. And, you know, it, within the, certainly within those first few years. So, you know, I didn't have a kid. Well, never mind how old I was when I had a kid. Well, <laughs> but... Bottom line I'll just, is congratulations to you and yay. happy birthday to Donovan. And he's at spring break right now in Florida. Oh, so well, of course for I I'm spending his birthday up. week looking at the, you know, looking at the news. <laughs> it's like people have been calling me all week. People who know that he's in Florida, not necessarily where he is, but there's been all this drama in um, Miami some shootings and some deaths and some craziness. And then they instituted a curfew and all that. And I'm like, fortunately, he is not in in Miami, well, which was a place that they were looking at going. And then they ended up choosing a different destination in Florida. So well, good for them. So, yeah. And so. sad to hear tragic things are happening in Florida. I'm surprised you allowed him to go to Florida and Florida is not on your band list. Well, from a political standpoint? Yes. <laughs> from a political <laughs> standpoint, it's like, he sent me a picture. He was on some, I don't know, some strip or, you know, shopping plaza or whatever it was. And, and there was like a row of flags and they were like, a don't tread on me flag and a and a confederate flag and a you know and i'm like where are you what are you doing and where are you and get out of there and he was explaining that he but he didn't have good cell phone reception which 
I think was just him, his excuse to not contact me. Oh no, I don't have a good cell phone. Well, that, that, a, that a grown man child is contacting <laughs> his mother while he's, spring on break. Spring, <laughs> while he's on spring yeah, break. I, you know, I yeah. cut him some slack, but he was, well, I was, well, that said, he was saying, oh, and there's like really bad reception, you know, in this side of town. And I'm like, okay, that's the side of town that you want to make sure you have good Here's reception. Here's he go. He's going like this. <laughs> you hear that bad reception. It's, it's like, a bad, yeah, it's like, ooh. It's a bad connection. I'm so bad at bad Can't technology. Hear Can't hear you, mom. Yeah, well, <laughs> at the end of the day, no, I was I was not trying to contact him per se. That said, I was like, you know what? I want to do something for you and your friends. So y'all pick an activity or if you want to go to dinner, you know, it's on me. So pick an activity and, you know, and I'll treat all of you to whatever that activity was. So I was just trying to figure that out so we could coordinate that. And, you know, so that's why I was trying to get in touch. Mm -hmm. But anyway. For the for those of you who are listening for the very first time, don't believe the hype. <laughs> <laughs> don't let her tell. I will say this. She's she is. I'll put it this way. She's not the worst helicopter mom. But I'm not going to say that there's not a little bit of that. In I'm not a helicopter mom on. at all. I'm a sucker mom. Oh, I'm sorry. Sucker mom. <laughs> sucker mom. And you'll have oh, to yes. get her book but, to understand that. Yes. And for those of you listening for the first time, yes, I did write a book called Sucker Moms. And that is what I am. And I keep trying to make it right for him. And he's got about two more months. And then I am going to wash my hands and say, you're... You're, you're there. Now that'll be an episode to have. That'll be <laughs> when we, we don't have a failure to so, launch. That's all so, I ask. So when we have our third anniversary episode in August, you will have been relieved. It'll be a third of, or a fourth. It'll be the third anniversary. Okay. In our fourth year. Okay. We're in our fourth season because of the way yeah. the seasons okay. flow. But when yeah. we have our third anniversary episode, you'll be a couple of months past graduation. And we'll, we, maybe not the third anniversary episode, but sometime after that, we will definitely have to have an episode focused on <laughs> post-graduation life to see how things have changed. Maybe to we'll see have, if I let go or wash my hands. See if you let go. <laughs> Maybe we'll have Donovan on as a guest and he can talk about his experience as your child. Oh, Lordy. And the lemon Lord. drops. <laughs> his life, the lemons of being your child and the lemon drops that have emanated therefrom. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. So yeah, let's let's plan that. Let's so in the meantime, <laughs> in the meantime, it just it got, of course, my kid getting older get got me thinking about me, obviously, because <laughs> it's all about me, but it got me thinking about me getting older. And um you know, and you just start thinking, of, uh, you know, about the years as the years pass and what do I want to do and what do I want to make of my life and have I reached my goals? And, you know, and while we think so about you get these to things, make this your next chapter. So does this become yeah. the start of an, a new chapter and an opportunity when he graduates, an opportunity to say, what do I want to be when I grow up? What do yep. I want to be and in my never next give chapter? Up. Right. Never give up. It's, as long as you're here, it's never too late to turn the page, start a new chapter, no matter what the chapter is. Right. I mean, you could okay. always turn on a dime. That and, is true. Um, we learned that three years ago, for sure. Right. That. Yeah. Yeah. When COVID hit. That was like forced. Every, 
forced or not, but everybody, everybody globally for that matter, yes. was forced to reimagine, realign, rethink how they did things, where they did things. Are they, you know, are they at home? Are they in the world? Do they become, you know, did introverts have to become uh, extroverted or ex the extroverts have to become introverts, you know, the social isolation, just all of it, right? There were divorces, there were babies, there were, you know, there were all these changes. True. And, you know, and, and at the end of the day, one of the things that has been really, um, that I've been thinking a lot about lately is the notion of with all the options and things going on and changes around us, you know, and you try to sort of not necessarily keep up with the Joneses or the Kardashians or whoever you might try to keep up with, but we often compare ourselves to other people and other people's success. And, and we've talked about this before on this show, when COVID started, you know, there were a group of people that were all of a sudden living their best lives and they were figuring out how to, you know, reinvent themselves in this new world. And, you know, they were launching podcasts or making sourdough starters or what, you know, there was just like all these things that people were doing and businesses that they were launching and things. And it was like, whoa, slow down. Um, you know, and, and so you see other people are able to thrive in an environment or under certain conditions or, um, you know, in their own way. And then you may feel like you should be doing necessarily what they're doing, but it's like, well, why am I not thriving? Or why, am, you know, why did COVID make me sort of booty and depressed or anxious and, and sad or, or, traumatized or whatever, and other people are living their best lives. And so I've been thinking a lot about the idea of competing, refocusing and competing with yourself, right? Just trying to be the best okay. you that you can be, which is what we talk a lot about on this, on right. this show. Right. Um, being the best you can be or doing your, you know, trying to achieve your personal best, not somebody else's personal best. We just, in general, you don't want to do that. And you certainly don't want that to be the focus of your goals or your, um, your trajectory, right? True. It's like, oh, well, so Whitney's doing it, then that's what I need to do. And well, it's like, no, I need to there, do what I need to do. There, well, there are two ways to look at that though, right? So one would be at least two. I, well, at least two. So one would be, yes, if you're looking at it and being jealous and it becomes a, you know, you're, I don't, I don't want to say seething, but you're so, sort of stewing in your green own juices about what you haven't done, that you're not doing anything or having, feeling some kind of way about somebody else doing something or right? The at least two, the, or it becomes an inspiration for you, right? Mm -hmm. Where you can look at, oh, you know, that such and such is doing something. I had, I, you know, I'd ha always had a dream, whether it's the, that same thing or something else, where it just reminds you that if you have dreams, and, and I'm going to say this, we should all be dreaming, right? As long as you are here, there is time to make anything that you want to happen, happen. Because it didn't happen 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whenever, it doesn't mean that it can't happen now. There's the proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The next best time is now. So if mm -hmm. you've got, you know, a dream or someone else, you see someone else doing something and it inspires you or reminds you that you 
you're still that you're here. slacking. That, oh, no. no, not that you're slacking, <laughs> but that you're still here, right? You're still yeah. here. As and as long as you're still here, there is opportunity for you to do whatever it is you want to do. Yeah. And so Did you- sometimes that's that's what happens. And I would say if you can let it fuel you rather mm-hmm. than create, you know, something that paralyzes you than looking at other people and their achievements or their movement towards something, it can be a good thing. It's it's a positive. Definitely. I hear you. Did you by chance watch the Oscars? I did not by chance watch the Oscars. Um, I know there was a there are a couple of things that sort of surfaced with the Oscars and, and we'll get to the one that was a little more you know, scandalous in a minute. But um, the big movie this year was um, Everything, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and which I've not yet seen. Actually, I have it recorded, so I'm going to watch it. But, um, but it had a very uh, high... Um, number of of the performance of the performances were by asian act- actors and okay. and it was the big winner of the night i mean the 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 awards were pretty diffused you know i mean there were quite a few categories of different people won different things but that movie probably won the 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 most um and it was i believe it was the don't let me lie, but I believe it won like best picture and best lead actor and actress and uh, um, supporting. And, and I think the male, I think the winner for the um, best actor performer was, was Brendan Fraser for whale. But I think most of the other big ones went to everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, But the, the, just of several of the speeches were was never give up don't give up on your dreams right you've got um actors of so i take Asian- it some of these people were on the more mature side of life they were several were on the more mature side of life not necessarily old but certainly veteran actors and they had been okay. in you know and you could be you know, in your 40s, I suppose, and have been in Hollywood for 20, you know, 30 years. Hell, by the that time. That's true, but they, well, they're not necessarily ingenues. And, they were and, not ingenues. Okay. Okay. And, um, you know, but people who had d- done various roles over the years and, and sort of, I think, in large part because of the underrepresentation of minorities in Hollywood. I'll just say it that way. Um, felt perhaps that they had been overlooked by the Academy for years. And I, I know that African-American people have expressed that and Asian-American, you know, I, it, that is a it is a, it's common, a thing. It's yes. a common sentiment. And these, um, but these people, you know, have hung Except in. Except in Florida, because- you're not allowed to talk about it, but go on. <laughs> and then there's that. <laughs> Um, but these, these people, the uh, sort of a recurring theme was, you know, wow, I, I mean, I think everybody at the Oscars, other than, you know, Meryl Streep and Kate Blanchett would <laughs> say, you know, I never expected this or, you know, it's, I mean, every, you're shocked. I mean, you, you won an Oscar. Um, but they were like, you know, like they, like they almost seemed they had resigned themselves to never winning, to not winning. Mm. Okay. And okay. they, I guess they just, you know, I love, I love the work. I just stick with it. I'm imagining, I'm imagining most people in Hollywood are not there to win awards. They're there to act because they love acting and to do right. the best. And there's so hopefully few they'll awards. win an award. There are so few awards in comparison to the number of pictures and, so, yeah. and 
you know, roles that yeah. yes, I could see that one could, and and then in particular, if you're in certain kinds of movies, right, that just are not typically recognized by the academy. Yeah. So whether they're if, cheesy roles or whether they're the really you know uh, indie indie roles, right? Cheesy right. roles. It's like you know, it's like yeah, they never give Oscars for musicals dumb and, and dumber. comedies and dumb and dumber <laughs> no matter how great you are you know jeff bridges or whatever uh was that jeff bridges and dumb and it dumb? was his brother i believe uh, bo bridges or some one of the one of them and, and jim carrey it's like yeah you may not get it for those kinds of roles um and also the really small sort of indie movies although the ones that tend to be Oscar i would say movies, that that tends to be more yeah, they, they likely do, yeah but, but you need a little generally bit of a not commercial blockbusters right yes well, unless the tom, they're a certain the, the, kind of blockbuster the the tom cruises of the world rarely get them right because yeah. it's like yes. you're you know the because it's not it's not really considered yeah. art it's entertainment and it's right silliness and all that Anyway, they were very much several, two or three people were like, you know, never give up on your dream. I mean, that was the, it was, it was like, just stick with it. And I think Cheryl Lee Ralph at, I don't remember what, maybe that was the Golden Globes or something, or maybe it was the Emmys. I think she got an Emmy for, uh, she has some TV show about, or some school show, elementary school or some sort of school that, that she's in. <laughs> but I think Cheryl Lee Ralph got an award. I would imagine it was an Emmy and maybe it was a Golden Globe. And she that was her message. It's like, you don't give up, stick with it. Your time will come, hone your craft, do what you do because you love it. Um, but, but, but don't give up. Anything is possible. Dream the dream try, try hard, you know, work, work through it. And eventually you, you can, dreams can come true. And that was, um, so as I'm aging, you know, and it's like, what have I not done? Or what should I be doing? And my time is up. And it's like, you know, Greer, you've got 30, 40, you know, maybe 30, 40 days, but hopefully 30, 40 more years Right. There are all kinds of things that that can be done, right? Maybe we'll do an episode one day. Maybe we'll bring our our aunt and mother and the gauze, the grown ass women back for an if episode. If we do that, we'll have to aging. have some conversations about how to do that. Talk <laughs> <laughs> about and you so know, if, aging, if, but it's never too late. Is is the point? And just to to tie a ribbon around that, one of our very first episodes back in 2020 um, and our highest rated show wasn't it it's was, i don't know if it was high but it was it was up there okay. was an episode called gaw um maybe it was the highest rated grown, at that time because it was grown at grown ass women and so we had three gauze in our on the show of so you would have to go back. It was sort of funny. Um, hilarity ensued just from the nature of the people who were on the show. They couldn't get their I, tech together. And it, it, it was a whole thing. A mother so, who was like talking to the I say go back, go back, <laughs> listen to it, have a good laugh. But well, we should, yes, yeah, we, should bring we could back. have, and we've said that we would have them back again. So, you know, well, I think we should back. when we're in uh, New York for graduation. We'll, we'll all be we'll in the see. same room. And I don't know. Then we can control will, the technology. I don't know that we can, but we can talk about it. But I think the 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 point is, you know, as we are maturing, aging, right? I I think we tend to sort of let go of our dreams mm -hmm. um settle I, into just settle our... into what is and yeah. I, I i i you know i'm of the opinion that there's a balance there that 
yes, be grateful for the life you have, live the life you have, be in the moment, but you should never stop dreaming, right? You should never stop having hope for the things that you want. You should never stop aspiring. One of the other things that we have been talking about doing is a series of interviews with people who achieve success after, right? We always see these 30 under 30, these 20 under 20, 30 under 30, 40 under 40. And I was like, we should do 50 over 50, right? Mm -hmm. don't, we don't have to do 50 of them, but highlight people who have become successful later in life because there are, there's, you know, there's a significant number of them. And I think, again, going to the point earlier, it sends the message, right? You don't have to be jealous of someone who becomes successful in later in life, but you can look at it and go, you know, if they could do this, I could do this. I, did, I didn't have to let go of this thing that I've wanted to do. And, I, and we are a case in point right? We talked about doing a, a radio show back before podcasting existed and with no clue how to do a radio show, right? Now that we have the technology, all, you know, all you have to do is have a, a desire yeah, to have a show and you can have one, right? And so it, I'm just of the opinion that if you want it, you should pursue it and you pursue should it, figure out how to make it happen and then make it happen. You just need to figure out how to make it happen. And to that point, I've been working on some things that have sort of been in the background. One, because you could only do so many things at one time. Right. You sort of have yeah. to put, put some you have to time prioritize and energy and yeah, you have to prioritize and time and energy. Um, and so I've been working on some things that I will reveal over time. And then I was having a conversation with my husband and he reminded me of this, of this desire that I had when, and something that I was talking about with him when we first met which was that I wanted a golf course. I have actually designed a golf course. Mm -hmm. um, and we were having a conversation one day and I said, oh, I, I designed a golf course. I gave it a name and all of that. And he's mm -hmm. like, you designed a golf course? Who designs golf course? And I said, well, I do. <laughs> I did. And I would, I would say laid it out. I wouldn't say exactly designed it, but laid out one. And mm -hmm. he reminded me a few days ago that that was something. And I was like, you know what? That, it hasn't been a high priority, but it has, it's not a dream that has gone away. And every time I come go to your house, I'm not going to mm -hmm. say where, but every time I go to your house, I pass that driving range. And I'm oh, I the one thinking, with the statue. I keep thinking, I need to acquire that because that's my stepping stone to yeah. the golf course. So yeah. I saw I I actually looked that place up recently and it had changed hands legally a couple of years ago, but it uh but who knows, it might be available. Maybe we can figure out a way to make it a family thing. But I wanted to um just while we're talking about the the Oscars and keeping your dream alive, um it it also made me wonder how many times you can get knocked down before you give up on your dream and you know to to stay um to stay motivated and to stay in you know to to be able to keep that at least to keep the flame alive enough so that when the time comes you you have some spark right that'll sort of get you going what what how much can you how much negative or how much whatever can you take before that flame is doused and you know maybe we can do a deeper dive on this in a in another episode but at the oscars one of the sort of things that like blew social media up was when they got to the 
best. I don't think it was best actress. I should I should look it up. Angela Bassett. Um, in a supporting role. Was it supporting, supporting role? role? Okay, so I thought it was supporting role. Jamie Lee Curtis won best actress in a supporting role, and you know, and I think everybody loves Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, she's famous for Halloween for the Halloween movies. And, you know, and she's a, she's sort of Hollywood royalty, so to speak. True. Right? She's been, she is. She grew up, her parents were famous Jamie, actors. Jamie, uh, her, 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 Tony Curtis Tony and, Curtis and uh, Vivian Jennifer. Lee. No. Jennifer Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer. You, no, you, now, now you threw it out of my head. Oh my gosh. Okay, now no. I gotta Google it. Jamie Lee Curtis parents. Oh, oh my yeah, gosh. You, you threw How it out we, of my head. See, uh, well, we just got sidetracked. Tony, Janet Lee. Janet Lee. Tony Curtis and Janet Lee. Janet Lee wasn't she the birds? She was she yes. She's she was an actress in Hitchcock. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so Jamie Lee, you know, she, but everybody loves her, you know, whatever. But I don't know that people necessarily think of her as this sort of great actress. Right? She's not thespian. Right. Right. She's a good actress. She's done her things and what was it? Trading places. She was in trading places. Fun stuff. And anyway, she did this movie, um, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Against um, Angela Bassett, who was in, what was it called? Wakanda Forever? Wakanda Forever. And I think, I don't know if if Angela Bassett was the favorite because um, Kate Blanchett was also in the running. I think it was Kate, was also in the running. So, I mean, so there were, I mean, there was some competition. And Jamie Lee won. But when she won, you know, the camera's on all of the nominees. Which and it when, shouldn't be. Well, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> maybe they'll stop it now. Because Angela didn't crack a smile. She, You know, everybody else is like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy for you. And Angela's like, mm. Mm. You know, and people were... People had opinions on that. I'll just say some people okay. were either of the mind. I missed that, that controversy. That it was it was uh you know she was a sore loser or you know sour grape, and others were like she's entitled to feel to be in her feelings at the moment. She it's not like she didn't get up there and do a Kanye and yank the award out. She the is entitled to be in say, her. I gave yes. the best performance that the, you know that there has ever been. True, that's not how it went down. Um, so, you know, and, 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 I, you know, I, I didn't have a horse in the race, so, and I didn't see either of the movies, so whatever, but it made me wonder, and I did think that Angela was going to win, and I think she did win the Golden Globe, um, for the, for the role, but you know, and you know that there's some politics involved. And so I'm not to take anything away from Jamie Lee, but, you know, I mean, the Oscars is, it's a bigger thing, right? But it made me wonder if you feel, if you've been in this business for 20, 30, 30, 25, 30 years, and you feel that you, you know, you, this was your star vehicle, you've, you've put in the time, you've, you know, worked your butt off and you really brought everything you had to that role and you still don't get that recognition. How do you keep bringing that to the role? Other than to say, you know what, I'm going to let go of the dream. If I get the accolades, I get it. If I don't, I don't. And I'm just here for the work. But if you repeatedly, you know, and people pointed out you know, a lot of people, a lot of her fans at least pointed out that she would have, should have, could have gotten it for uh, her role in What's Love Got to Do With It when she played Tina Turner in the biopic years ago. 
So if she didn't get it then and she didn't get it in the Wakanda and she, you know, she's had all, she's had a million role, you know, over the course of her career. And if this was sort of the piece de resistance and she still didn't get it, will she ever? And then, which again is what made me sort of think it's never too late and don't give up. She's so, won tons of awards, but not, not okay. And she's not the she and she's not the only one, right? And she's I'm not sure the there only were one. there were other actors that were in that category. Jamie Lee Curtis probably had never. I'm pretty sure it never, never won. So she was <laughs> totally shocked. <laughs> so she had never won either. So. And she may have felt that she brought everything she had and gave gave it all, left it on the cutting room floor, blah, blah, blah. And so now you've got, and Kate Blanchett may have felt the same way, you know. So at some point, I think it has to be, what are you in this? What are you in it for? Whatever it is, right? Yeah. You're using the Oscars as a vehicle for this discussion, but what are you in it for? Are you in it for the accolades? And if you are, then, and th this is not a judgment, it's not right or wrong. I'm just saying, if that is your measure of success, right, then you are going to, when you don't get what it is you're after, then you are going to parentally feel your, like you like you are your not commitment yeah. your commitment is going to be tested right yeah. and it happens at other levels than that what think of all the people who didn't, have never gotten into a movie who want to be in movies yeah right so can they get an agent them, <laughs> and some people who can't even get an who agent got a d in acting class uh, people who haven't acted since kindergarten because they're so bad, whatever. But they were right? a tree in the recital, <laughs> but yeah. Right. No, I, right? I hear you. So, and, and we, we knew someone who wanted to be an actor later in life, had not done anything in particular, right? And I believe that person gave up on that dream for what, for lots of different reasons. Yeah. But the, the bottom line is, what are you, and, and this sort of goes to, you know, a topic that I've talked about recently is what price are you willing to pay for what it is that you want? And there, you have to, you have to decide how, how long you're going to pursue something and what you're willing to give up in order to get that thing, recognizing that in pursuit of it, you may not get it, right? Yeah. And how are you going to, def to define success in a way that allows you to keep going until either you come to a place where you go, I, you know what, it, it's not worth the price that I'm paying in pursuit of this, or you're no longer here. Right. So, or you get what you want. And, you know, so there's a, and if you a change your perspective, which is what we talk, yep. There's a bit of reframing that can yep. go along with that. Um, and I think defining success in a way, particularly when you're trying to do something where you don't get to, you are not the final arbiter of whether or not you get what you want, right? You mm -hmm. can't make yeah. people vote for you. You can't make people put you in movies. So if you want to be in movies and no one will hire you, make your own movies, right? Yeah. How many people Plenty have people we, do. How many, I was going to say, how many people have we seen who, that's how um, Sylvester Stallone got in movies, right? He was like making, because- Hollywood didn't talk. recognize him. Yeah. <laughs> he can't act. He can't, but act. he had a he dream. But he had a dream, had a a dream and he's card. like, well, if they won't do it, I'll do it myself. And he's just one of many, 
right? That have said, well, I'll do it myself. And it turns into something else. And so you have to be willing to look at what is, what are you in it for? Yeah. You know, and how badly to, do you we're going to have to do like a part two of this and talk about like, do it yourself. Right. I mean, that's mm -hmm. just going to have to be like, fund your own dream or find a way or make a way or, you know, however we look at that. But, but that is, I, I think really the crux of what we're about, right. Is, well, I mean, yes, shifting your perspective or, you know, finding the silver lining, but also creating your own path and your own. Yeah, you have to take control of your own destiny. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, because if you leave it to anyone else, there, there are no guarantees. And so it, so closer to home, my sort of, um, my path as a, as a writer, as an author mm -hmm. had been very much, and here's one of the reasons that people don't do this, right? So you let's say you want to be an author, a writer, and you write and you submit and publishing houses say no, 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 right? Yep. So do you continue writing? And continue submitting what question, you've already written. And some ask people the say question. that it's like the 70th publisher it, it finally could be, said yes. It so could be that. Option. It could be or that. Or do you continue writing? And or do you trying? continue yeah. writing? Right. Mm -hmm. and, do, and do you put it out there in another way? Do you self-publish? Right. Mm -hmm. that, and right now, again, we're in a time where technology makes it possible for you to self-publish. It looks as good as something that's published by a publisher. Um, you can be a best-selling author. All of the things that yes. go along with that, you could make money. There are ways to make money with all of that. Do you look for another path or do you stick with sort of the traditional path? And I think one of the things that stands in people's way uh, in this path of do it yourself is there's a fear that comes in, right? So the publishing house won't do it. If I do it myself, <clears throat> will it, it, you're still worried about, will it be successful? And again, I'm going to say you have to reframe success around this and you have to let go of whether or not anyone likes it, anyone ultimately reads it and <clears throat> focus on what you have control over because in the end, that's all you have. And so if you want to write, write. If you want to act, act. If you want to design, you know, video games and code, then code or, or whatever yeah. it is. And that's do not to say that, that you, you don't try to, do. to improve, right? It's like, oh, I wrote a book. Nobody will read it or no, absolutely, know, whatever. Absolutely. Like, no, yeah, you can keep, you can keep trying to get better, but just because you know, publisher didn't say, yeah, I'll take that or a movie studio. Yeah, they, what do they know, right? Every publisher has books that they've published that bomb yeah. as well as books that they've published that not to do extremely that, well. Not to mention that sort of, you know, and Beyonce sort of broke the mold on, I think it was Beyonce that uh, was like, you know what, I'm going to put my own stuff out there. But, when okay. I feel like it, when I when I decide, right? So here's the interesting thing about that, and and that's a good point. Here's the interesting thing about that, right? So hip hop was a genre that started like out of the back of your trunk, yeah. right? But the the measure of success for some reason is getting a record deal. But when you get a record deal, you become beholden to the record company rather than controlling your own destiny, yeah. right? Doing it the way that you were doing it that got you enough sales and attention and notoriety to get it that in the a, a, a label, vicious cycle. 
that a label <laughs> yeah. even paid attention to you, right? So yeah. you did all the stuff that got you where you needed to go. So I thought when she did that, you know, I think Lemonade was the first time she sort of really controlled um, her her product and she, then she's done it since then. I thought it was brilliant, right? Someone on her level was saying, you know what? I'm going to go a different way. I want to be in charge. I want to control my own destiny. I want to control the narrative. And I think it's to be Destiny's child. (laughs) Good pun. Um, If more of us did that, Mm -hmm. right? I think ultimately we would find more of us being successful in in the way that we really want because doing it somebody else's way really puts somebody else in control. Yeah. And it's like with book sales or with publishers, I did not know this before I wrote my book. I didn't, it's not that I didn't know it, but I didn't, I don't think it, I thought about it. No matter who you are, you still have to get out there and hustle. To you sell have your to book. promote the book. That's what you got to promote are. the book. Barack yes. Obama has to do it, and yes, you know, uh, I don't, I don't Prince know, Prince Harry. Yes, <laughs> Prince Harry. You got to, you got to get out there. Now you, they may get. I don't know if your book is thirty five dollars a book or thirty dollars. You know, maybe you get ten dollars. Maybe you get twenty. Maybe you get fifty percent. Maybe you get ten percent. Whatever. And of course, they're going to, they're, you know, the publisher will promote it and they, they will distribute it and all that. But at the end of the day, you're not getting all of it. No, you Red don't American, get all of it. You know, so it's like, I still got to get out here and, and work. I got to go on the, on the book signing tour. I got to go on the talk show circuit. I got to, you know, all the things that you have to do, social media, all of it to promote the book, to get it out there, to get the sales up there. And then you're still only getting half the money. Well, you know, maybe, maybe you self-publish Harry, <laughs> you know, it's right. open up I mean, your own the, publishing the, house and the, he doesn't need could. to do that, but it's like, you know, but there are ways. And like you said, then you take back control, especially if you're going to do the work anyway. I thought that my publisher was going to sell my book for me and it was like okay so what are you gonna do and I was like oh I gotta do something then what's the purpose (laughs) why do I have a publisher I gotta do the work but that's there's that that's the way you know and obviously there are levels because someone who is famous or who has a community a huge following is at an advantage over someone who doesn't right? But in the end, your point is well taken. You're going to do the same work. And you're going to get results that are sort of proportionate to not only the work that you put in, but who you are at the beginning of that. And what we know is that uh, we have a culture, particularly in the United States, but I think this applies you know, sort of universally, universally, is that we have a, you know, a feigned focus, what do you call that, uh, culture, uh, celebrity focused culture, right, and so that if you are a celebrity in whatever, wherever you live, a celebrity for that area, you're going to have some advantages that other people just don't, and yeah. so it, 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 in that respect, it sort of, it is what it is, but that doesn't negate you following your dream and deciding what it is that you're willing to do to get what you want. That's legal, moral, and ethical, um, which is always my caveat. Okay. <laughs> right. Is that you, that you don't sell out for something because we see time after time that the trappings of fame and money and it doesn't solve the problems so yeah with that let's just say don't give up on your dream have a dream have a vision for your life be willing to do what it takes to get there 
um, and reframe success in a way that is focused on what you can do rather than what you need other people to do. And, and the more you can do that, the, the more you can control the destiny and your feelings about what you're doing. So that if you get the Oscar gravy, if you get a publisher and are a best, a New York Times bestselling author gravy, right? As opposed to, and I'm not saying don't have that, not to have that as a dream, but if you have that as a dream, recognize that you don't control that. You can do everything right. You can do everything right. You can give it your absolute all and not achieve that because you don't control it. Yeah. So and then your you final thoughts to, on you this. Live to, you live to do it again, to try there again. And <laughs> next time you might get a different outcome. So my final thought is happy birthday to Donovan. And, you know, here's to another year, not just for him, but for all of us. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. There you go. And I say it's the first day of the best of your life. So make it, make it what you want it to be. With that, thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you have not already, we invite you to like and review the show. Give us a five-star review on whatever platform that you listen. Check us out and the Facebook group. Keep moving towards your dreams. And until next time, take care. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 